was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shaken Not Noob, episode 18, the podcast that types IDDQD. And mm. now we're impervious to all of your nasty comments. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> that is the God Mode cheat for the original Doom game. I'm your host, Duty Dutrum. And with me, as always, for our 18 nil striker rate, is the Fuzzy Dan. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And apparently, according to the kids, yeet. For no, you some reason. Yeet, yeet. There you go. Yeah, you, you don't, say, you you don't pronounce when, the T, right? You say it when you throw something. Oh, okay. This bitch empty. Yeet. <laughs> okay, cool. My son did that to me the other day, combined with a dab, and I immediately felt old. <laughs> I immediately slapped him <laughs> on the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the children that are on. <laughs> you want a Time magazine up the wazoo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you're, you're a yeet kind of person, you can go get facts. Well, uh, our friend and uh, our mate Zach... Uh, is, a, is a yeet person. Is he? He is, and when he plays uh, Rainbow Six Siege, when he plays uh, oh, he multiplayer games with us. He does not. When he plays multiplayer games with us, he either does one of two things when he throws a grenade. He goes, yeet, and throws a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and he plays a Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> He's so good. Or he goes, Kobe! <laughs> and it's really See, now that's funny. Uh, it's really good. I understood that reference, because it's an old basketball player. Yeah. See? And it's it's quite funny seeing him do a yeet or a Kobe and just seeing it like bounce off the wall and land at his foot. Because I've seen him go, yeet! Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's yeet followed immediately by an oh shit. I understand this that reference works. now. All right, that works, good, yeah. Good. How are you, Fuzzy? I'm very well, sir. I've been super busy again this week reviewing a, a metric ton of games. It's been great we've had so much going on i've barely had little time to scratch myself although i did enjoy scratching myself on multiple occasions gross yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) um no i was lucky to lucky enough to review uh two new games this week yes uh both vehicle based gaming things so uh the the new game trials rising uh which is the sequel to charles fusion um, so that was pretty cool. And also Dirt Rally 2.0. Yes. Yeah, the naming convention that went out in the mid-90s. Thank you very much to everything called 2.0. Tosh.0? Yeah, to- yeah Tosh.0 can get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but everything, there was a... There was a uh, okay, it started with the Matrix. I think it was the second Matrix movie. That was, it revolution- was like, uh, Reloaded. Yeah, and it was like Matrix 2.0 and everyone was talking about... Oh, wasn't it just called Reloaded? Yeah, no, but the, part of the advertising, they had a... 2.0, 2.0 thing. Right. There was a whole bunch of things that came out as 2.0, and now that's that's gone. I'm trying so. to think of other 2.0 things. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, well, there uh, you go. Anyway, it's a really good sim game. We'll talk about it in a bit more detail very shortly, but mm. uh, I was lucky enough to review both of those. They're great. Both of those reviews up on the YouTube page, uh, along with a... Uh, I managed to get a game playthrough in uh, my favourite game from 2018, Dead Cells. Yes. Uh, and I was talking all the way through about how I only ever had one bus cell and I managed to finish that game or I died about three quarters of the way through and then two playthroughs later I got my second bus cell so I'm like yeah that was great why couldn't I have done that on video and (laughs) it is forever lost to the the universe but now I'm on two cells so I'm pretty happy nice nice thank you well this is uh, for for those of you who are listening for gaming news there's not going to be much gaming news because of course we've had a jam-packed week of of playing and reviewing things um, and there'll be a little bit of gaming news in this week's coming up episode of uh, of Shaking Not Nerd yes we'll be joined by Tom and Ozzy and I've put some gaming news in there to to appease those wanting the gaming news Mm. 
But uh, yes, we've got three games to chat about today. We've got, of course, Dirt 2.0. Yep, Dirt Rally 2.0. Dirt Dirt Rally, sorry, very, sorry. very important distinction. Yep. Uh, Trials Rising. Yes. And of course, EA's latest thing, Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Thing okay, and there we go. Spoilers for that one. That's, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> we'll get into it later. But fuzzy, then how is what is a what is a dirt two point What is dirt for those people? No, no, dirt rally two point <laughs> Dirt is a very different thing. All right, so. Anyone who played... There was thank a, you, Bandai Namco, for sending a code through. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Um, anyone who's played uh, previous rally racing games, uh, this is exactly the same. Colin McRae Rally? Colin McRae. This is like... the that's World what Rally Championship. spawned all of this stuff. Uh, they started in a new series called Dirt, and Dirt was uh, Dirt Racing was all about you know, getting out there and getting muddy in your rally cars. It was really, really fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Dirt 3, yeah. Yeah. They had a bunch of really cool um, uh, really cool things in the last one. I think they had Dirt 4 was their last game that they released. I think so. Yeah. Yep. And they basically had a bunch of like track editors where you, where you could like... That Jim Carner stuff as well, yeah. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of really cool stuff. And this this one here, Dirt Rally, is a is a spin off of that series using all of the same engines and ideas. Yep. Um, but they're making it a very serious sim game. So rather than being a very, kind of an arcadey style that you get with Dirt, uh, this Dirt Rally is the serious sim drivers only. Yeah. So if I would guarantee, I I it almost made me want to buy a fucking steering wheel. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. You know those games where you're like, I could do so much better about a steering. wheel. <laughs> Look, you're already pushing your lovely lady person had a bit far as in. If she comes home from work to see you with a steering wheel on your lap or attached to your coffee table. I'm going to be one of those guys the with, with the driving seat, you know, the, the, the full kit. Like, If you bought one of those, I'd buy a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you have to have them if you're driving. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Dirt Rally 2.0 is is the uh, the successor to the Dirt Rally series. Yep. It is a serious sim. So if you are if you are wanting arcade style racing, you are not going to get it in this game. It is very much everything is minute little details, right? Yep. Uh, you your damage if you get damaged or you bump into another car, bits fall off. You have to fix it up before the next race, otherwise your car is going to be like shit. Okay, so it's a little bit like um, for those who played Need for Speed. I think it was Pro Street. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Something something very similar to that. Look, one of the levels I found as well, like I was, I had to pick and choose because you've only got a certain amount of time between each races, uh, yep. each of the legs of the race, uh, to fix up your car, right? And they say, oh, if you fix up the you know, the gearbox that you shattered through all your shitty gear changes, uh, <laughs> that's going to take you fifteen minutes, and then this other thing will take you fifteen minutes, and then that's it. That's your time allocation. So yeah. one of the one of the legs, I I damaged the front of the car, and my headlights were damaged. So I'm like, I don't fucking need headlights; it'll be fine. <laughs> Turns out the next stage was like first thing in the morning, so it was pitch black. So I was literally just like bumping into the walls to find my ways around because I did not have headlights on my car. That's actually brilliant. It's really cool. It's yeah. like, had I have known that that was going to be a problem, I might have fixed it up. But also, I had a wheel falling off. A whole bunch of stuff. Like <laughs> <laughs> how does the how does the the car selection go, or how does the how does the game work? Because with with something say like the uh, the Formula One racing games that we get each year, yeah, sure. You uh, you start off with uh, sort of you're contracted to a lesser known or a less popular Formula One team, yep. and then you can move your way up to Ferrari, so and so forth. Do you are you is your 
progression through the game starting at a, at a low contract point or can you go straight to Subaru or how does that work? It, it pretty much you start out with a shitty little car and then you work your way up and once you've earned points you can buy better cars over the course and yeah. then once you're basically racing against uh, similarly classed cars okay. so it's yep. not like you know, you're racing your Volvo against a Subaru so you know, it does make it a little bit more uh, realistic in the fact that you're in a class kind of system. Yeah. Which is cool. Um, but, you know, it's it will be a, a very big grind to get to those top-level cars. Yeah. Luckily, what I found, which was really fun, which sort of bypassed a lot of that, was you could go through and do, like, test drives of uh, of some of those really high cool, high-powered cars. Yeah. Yeah, and, man, some of them are so <laughs> good. That Subaru, like the Subaru WRX, uh, like the, the top of the range that they've got, just sounds like an absolute dream. So it's it's great. A hornet's the, nest, I think. The, yeah. yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Wrestling some bees away, angry bees away from a jam sandwich. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like th- there's some some great cars in there. They've got they've got the Mustang in there, which for me is the crazy. They've got the. <laughs> They've the got Jim Carter Mustang. They have got a proper like five cylinder Mustang because I know that's an issue for you. Uh, five cylinder, uh, four. <laughs> so yes, yeah, eight cylinder. Yeah, uh, a V eight. V eight. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of. Five liter. Um, <laughs> it's they've got that in there, which seems to be the craziest car that you would use for rally because it is rear wheel drive. Yeah, Why you would use a rear wheel drive car on a fucking dirt track is beyond me. Unless it's unless you can unless you're alter a fucking it. lunatic, yeah. Oh, your name's Jeremy Clarkson. Yes, like, true. Yeah, but <laughs> if you can if you can alter your drivertrain so it goes from rear wheel to all wheel, can you can you do that like like with Forty? You can do that. Can you do that in, in dirt? There is a lot of things that you can change through. Because I didn't purchase that car, I, I can't tell you exactly what the the uh, full extent of that is. Yeah. But I know that you can do a lot of tuning stuff in the car to make it more drivable under okay. certain circumstances. So you can like, we're talking like the angle of the wheels and the 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 height of the suspension on either side front and back like it's it's really detailed about like minute stuff on that yeah really pretty much like here's a car we're not going to get you to change the engine or things like you might be able to do in Forza but it's very much like how does this car feel to you you know so you're not going to really change the power to weight ratio you're not going to put a 12 cylinder engine in there so it's more like yeah more like actually test driving real life cars like I don't like the feel of this Ford yeah Tighten up the suspension, yeah. tighten up the steering. That kind of change can go on. Yeah. And it really does make, like, the, some cars are almost undrivable when you first get in them. And then you go, oh, just tweak this a little bit, tweak here, you know, angle in these back wheels and give me a little bit less drift. And it fully explains it to you. Um, and then it, and then all of a sudden this car becomes immediately, like, just like you're flying through silk. It's just a, really good. Yeah, old school Mini, because they used to be the rallying champion <laughs> for quite some time as well, the old they school did. Minis. Well, they do have the old Lancias in there, which is pretty cool, the Lancia Stratos. So, yes. yeah, pretty rad. Um, but, yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of fun. The V-Dub Polos, the new ones are pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it, there's so many great cars to try in here. If you if you want a serious sim game, and I, I can't stress that enough, it's a sim game. I would strongly recommend going out and getting this because it's it's a lot of fun. So, um, I I think I, I marked it as a I think a four out of five uh, in the uh, in our rating system. Yep. Uh, and I think that's probably about where it sits. It just it's not quite good enough. Like it it's missing that extra little drive to. Like, I feel disconnected from it a little bit. Yeah. And it feels very restrictive. Like, it's very much a, you are thrown in the deep end. There is no learning. There is no nothing. It is, you are in it or out of it. And so, I think because of that really hard disconnect, it it makes it a little bit hard to market higher. Yeah. uh, Because uh, you, you can't turn on to, like, a casual mode for just a casual pickup race. 
not really, no. Like, and there was nothing casual about the racing. Mm. Like, and it, like I was pretty laid back the first time I played it. And then I realized I needed to be on the edge of my seat the entire time and focused. And when you're in that mood, totally great. But it's not a game you can play when you're hungover because you're just not going to enjoy it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, serious sim races only. Arcade races, look somewhere else. There'll be, there'll be another Dirt game coming out soon. So Dirt 5 or whatever else is coming so, yeah, next. I, my only experience with Dirt was that was Dirt 3. And it had all of the, the Jim Carno events, like doing donuts around a, a yeah. pole and being millimeters away from it and all that sort of stuff. Which yeah, is none, none of that kind of stuff in this one. It's very much a, here's a race, go fucking do it. So Oh, sweet. Yeah. Loved, loved the game, though. Again, thank you to Bandai Namco for uh, sending that out to us. Much appreciated. Yes. Now, Duty Dutrim, you've been playing games this week, too. I have indeed, indeed. The big one. The big one that everybody's talking about. So, uh, we're, of course, late to, the, late to the party when it comes to the audio review as well as the video review, which should be up on our YouTube page now. Um, I, of course, have been playing with my hard-earned cash, Anthem. Ooh. So I went out and purchased a copy of Anthem last week, yes. uh, and I wanted to put a, a, a decent week into playing the game, because yeah. a lot of people aren't necessarily happy with it. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> That's putting it mildly, buddy. That's putting it mildly. Um, in layman's terms, this game is like, it's, the, it's Destiny, it's Division, it's your, it's your online big shooter game, but you're in exosuits like Iron Man. It sounds pretty cool. The premise is pretty cool, and and it looks pretty good. But the yes, biggest biggest unfortunate thing about this game <laughs> is it's made by Bioware, and normally that's not a negative. That's a, a massive you know box ticked because they're known for making amazing story games. Knights of the Old Republic, Dragon Age, and the list goes on. This story is awful. Mm. Awful. Yeah, I've I've heard really really poor things. So in previous titles that Bioware have done, you, you either you you pick you know in Mass Effect you pick you know you generally pick the normal Commanded Shepherd or you can customize your Commander Shepherd. Sure. You see them in the cutscenes, and you can choose to be a, a, a Paragon or a Renegade. You can pull out your gun and actively shoot people in some cutscenes, and it's like cool oh, shit. I'm I'm actually seeing my character. I'm he is how I want him to play. You're not just a, like a flat screen in front of yeah. people. Yeah. And and similar to your uh, minor critique with Far Cry, it felt more like you were experiencing it rather than choices. Yeah. That's that was that was Far Cry's critique. This feels like a Disneyland ride. Like okay. you're sitting there and your chair's moving and you're just watching the screen turn. There's no actual personality like you pick what your character looks like face yeah. like outside of the exosuit. Okay. And it's just yeah, cool. Oh, I ate this, you know, mysterious bug thing. Oh, people are saying I look a little green. Oh, no, people have come to shoot me. Let me run outside and get in my exosuit. It just felt like a, a PlayStation 1 cinematic. Like, mm. it, it gross. The, the story and cutscenes are flat out fucking awful. Okay, so wait, do they have, uh, is the character voiced or is it? Yes, yeah, okay, the character's voice. That's, that's a plus. You, you don't, you just choose what your character looks like. The voice is automated, automatically picked. Okay, yep. Um, it's not like a pick a gruff voice or pick a yeah, squeaky voice. nothing like that. Um, and you, you, of course, with Bioware games, you're given a lot of side characters. You're given sort of a crew. Um, unlike other Bioware games, though, rather than when you pick your crew and you go out and do missions together, they just talk to you through a headset. Okay. Yep. So it's, it's, it's a little bit Metal Gear Solid-like, but imagine, essentially, they've, they've taken the character of Jarvis from the Iron Man series, and they've turned him into an actual character, and all he does, because he's a real person and not a computer program, or your, your AI in your suit, all he does is says, why can't I be in a javelin? I want to be in a javelin, which is the exosuits. I want to go out there, do missions with you. 
I'm bored, I don't like this. And it's gotten to the point where I'm like, if I could, I would shoot you in the face. You are the worst <laughs> character in this game. Like he, that particular character, Owen, I think his name is, would be so much well suited as an AI suit in your uh, AI voice in your suit because one of the also problems with the story is you can go and do four play missions. You can do the entire campaign with friends. Yeah, yeah, sure. But all the cutscenes, it's just you. So it, they wait. So they, your friends are removed. They're, they're all removed individually the watching the cutscenes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you and your and you know and your three other friends rock up to to do a raid and the bad boss guy's there and it goes into a cutscene, when it pans back over to where you're standing, your comrades are gone. So your friend, your parties are gone. Oh no, comrade, yeah. where you go? And because it's not a with in the case of the character side character of Owen, because it's not a because it's a person on an AI suit, it's like we need to save Owen. I'm like, cool. I have my connection to this character, but how does my party have a connection to this character? It, that, that doesn't make sense. Everyone's got an Owen buddy. I mean, come on. Yeah, but like, <laughs> Owen is a is a unique one on one character. Where like in games like The Division or Destiny, that's the leader of the Titans. That's okay. the leader of the like. It's, it's something that's that's it's too personalized yeah, yeah. to bulk it together, and it just okay. it doesn't work. But the very strange thing was, as soon as I started the game, the the prologue and the the introduction to how to actually control the game yeah. felt like it was pulled from Lord of the Rings. It's beautiful. No, okay. I was like, oh, I cannot wait to start. What's the what's the hey? I, I don't get this. You start off as a new recruit in your in your javelin. Um, you get attacked and you instantly hit the ground and your armor locks. And it's like, cool. I need to restart your armor. Um, talk to me, like you know you. It's, yeah, yeah. Now I know there, there's been a lot of problems with the prologue because uh, that was one of the things that was shown at uh, E3. Yeah, uh, as the you know the sample of here's what we're doing, and whether or not you're one of those people that goes in for comparisons between E3 and real game, there's always going to be a downgrade. It's a selling pitch for me. Yeah. Like you know they're trying to pitch this to the in the best possible light, and they'll downgrade it a little. But I will tell you, the shocking level that they downgraded this by is. It looks like a completely different game. Yeah. Like someone told you a story about what they showed at E3 and they went, yeah, fuck, we'll do that as well. And then went and made another game on their own. Sort of like Battleborn and Overwatch. Yeah, it just it's really poor. I, I think they they paid very little attention to the detail that was there and the stuff that they did show that looked amazing, yeah. that was really drawing people in and they're selling people on it, they didn't end up delivering on. And I think that's that's going to be, at least from what I'm hearing, yeah. the driving force behind whether people are enjoying this game or not. This, this game, the best way to describe it is it is a sort of a slight inch forward step on the base game of Destiny 1. So when Destiny 1 started Ugh. off, the story was very, very piss poor. The combat and the gameplay wasn't too bad, especially if you were playing with friends. It was actually a bit of fun because you were coordinating attacks and, you know, sure. doing all that sort of gameplay. Sure, sure. But the story and the, the level of in-depth and how your character's involved is nothing. Yeah. But I feel like after 6 to 12 months, Anthem will get fixed. If that makes sense. But well, it, it, it shouldn't necessarily be the gaming norm where... where Big AAA developers are going, we'll release a game, it's going to be an online interactive world, it's going to be better than Destiny or better than The Division, and then we can just keep building on it from there. Because you should be saying, cool, it's it's an amazing game as it is now, mm. and we're going to make it better. Not, it's better than our competitors when they first started. Okay. It's it's really, really interesting. The javelins are quite fun to play as. Um, similar to how you said with God of War, when you throw the Leviathan axe and call it back and you feel that sense of power. There is nothing as as much fun as just jumping and hitting your boosters and flying off. Like it feels okay. like Iron Man. It's one of those things you want to constantly keep yeah. doing because yeah. actually, like that's where the game is at its best. Yeah, 
um, you're th what they don't really show in the E3 uh, the reveal trailer and some of the gameplay demos they do now is your uh, jetpack can overheat because each suit will have like a, okay, a, a jetpack yeah. like boosters. Sure. They can overheat and you need to stop flying for a moment so they can cool down. Or you fly through like a waterfall and they'll instantly cool down. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So if you get close to a waterfall, the mist will instantly hit the jets or instantly cool them down. You can dive bomb and that'll turn them off so you cool them down. All that cool sort of stuff. Does it, do, are there opportunities to upgrade that so yes. it lasts longer? And, yeah. 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 Um, so that's not too bad, but there are four different javelins for the game. There's your soldier, there's your tank, mage, so on and so forth. They all fly at the exact same speed, which is kind of weird. Yeah. So there's a scout class that has very low health, but it moves very quickly in combat. It can duck and dodge and... Zip, zip, zip. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen some of those gameplays, um, yeah. But that they all fly at the exact same speed. You'd expect the scout to go faster to scout out the area, while the tank's like, cool, I know you guys are in strife, but I'm the slowest. You're going to have to wait for me to rock up. Like, defend yourselves until that, I rock okay, up. Okay, just give it a bit more accurate personality yeah, based yeah. on what they are, yeah. Um, it, it is a lot of fun playing with friends. I've been playing this with uh, Aaron and Adam, and we've just Jumped been... Out. We've just been calling out targets and what's going on, all that sort of stuff, and coordinating our ultimate abilities at Over the same here, time. Over here, shoot this guy! Well, essentially, yeah, raid, uh, like sort of a, a, a public event boss has come out, and it's dealing shitloads of damage, and Adam's playing as the tank. And he's yeah. like, okay, I actually can't hold my ground against this thing. Who else has got their ultimate? And just sort of coordinating airstrikes and stuff, just, it's really fun. See, dude, I don't think what you've realised has happened has actually happened. Yes. Yeah? They've, they've tricked you. Really, you're, this is live-action dungeon Dungeons & Dragons. I have no problem with that. <laughs> I, no, I want to play Dungeons & Dragons. Live-action, buddy. They've captured you. I'm the mage. I'm <laughs> going to heal you. Yeah, that's it's, what they've done. It's a, it's, a load of, it's, it's a load of fun playing with friends. If you're playing it alone, find a couple of friends to, to take a look at this and get and play this with. If you don't um, have any friends, can you do <laughs> like live matchmaking with other yeah, players? Yeah, so as yeah. soon as you, you, uh, you're doing your next mission and you go out into the world, uh, it'll all instantly matchmake you with people who are doing the exact same quest starting off at the exact same time. Okay, so, so you can actually, can you choose to do it alone or do you have to do it with other people? I think you have to do it with other people. Okay. I haven't tried to do anything by myself yet. Um, oh, by myself. <laughs> the, there are some very, very strange and very frustrating design flaws that I want to get into that, of course, the first thing you're going to do when you learn that you can fly is see how high you can go. Fair enough. Ceiling. There is an invisible wall. They, they, so they haven't solved the icing problem then. That's the fucking thing. <laughs> you would think... It, that, that is my, my, my big point. You're making a game that makes you feel like Iron Man. You want to stop your players from flying too high up. They've just made it that the winds are strong and they just push you down. Okay, that, that, I believe that, I don't, though. I don't like that. I would prefer it to go up and it's like you'd get stalling or something, warning popping up on your screen, or your system would go like maybe freezing even, over. Maybe even like a, like a variety of those. So you've got like three or four different things that could happen to you yeah. past this level. Your engines go, uh, weather effects, icing, whatever it might be. EMP or something. Yeah, but something happens at that level and then you drop back down. Yeah, having your I character like sort of uh, the, uh, the, the javelin suit lose power and you see them flail as they like fall and having to like rapidly push buttons to restart the suit, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, another probably strange thing is you've got like a, an energy or a, a overheat bar for when you're flying. Sure. When it starts to go up too high, you drop, you let it cool down. If sure. your team moves forward in the... If you walk away from your game to get a beer, go to the bathroom, whatever it might be, yes. you'll get this pop-up screen saying you're too far away from your team, we're teleporting you to your team, you have 30 seconds to catch up before we teleport you. Fair enough, makes sense. But that hides the actual overheat gauge. So you can't tell if your suit's going to overheat if you're trying to catch up to them. Hmm. 
Yeah. But then it just teleports you anyway. But so. then there's a four, like, not four minute, but there is probably about a 90 second to two minute loading screen waiting for you to teleport. Oh my God, that's forever. There is a loading screen going to the hub world. There's a loading screen going into missions, cutscenes, changing the color of your fucking suit loading screens. Oh, you shit. You can't even change your loadout on the fly. You have to go back to the base to change your loadout and then go back out. We don't like loading screens. Loading screens are, be- are becoming my bugbear. I have no problem quickly. with loading screens, but loading screen not being able to change your gear out in the world, you have to go back to the home world. I've heard this, it? right? So once you go on a mission, you are locked into that gear setup, so yep. you can't like, hey, I'm just going to grab this gun out of my backpack. It's like cool. We've got a cult, you know, we've got a tank, we've got a damage, we've got a scout, so on and so forth. We all have sniper rifles. Why do we all have sniper rifles? All right, let me change to a. a light oh machine. shit! Here, here, wait five minutes while I go change my gun. Yeah, let me go get a shotgun and a, and a light machine gun. We've got to wait five minutes. By the time you get back, oh, the team's gone ahead without you. We're going to teleport. It's another two minute loading screen on top of that. The loading screens are abundant in this game. And Ooh. when you're loading, there's a 70% chance you'll get disconnection errors. Oh, shit. So that's still happening. Because I know that was a big yep. one during the beta. We had friends who couldn't even get on yep. because they, they were stuck on like their, their perma-load screen. So. I got about four or five disconnection errors in about an hour. And this uh, that's, That would almost make me put the game down and never pick it up. This is the problem as well. When I record, of course, I record on a, on a, on a laptop. And it's a disconnected from Xbox services, so I'd oh go, like, okay. I'd go back to my, you know, I'd pull out the dashboard and it'd say, you're disconnected from Xbox. I went, the fuck? And I'd check everything and it says, you're disconnected from Xbox, but my laptop is still connected to Wi-Fi. So not only is it just dropping signal, it's disconnecting my Xbox from its Wi-Fi and I have to what? reboot the Wi-Fi. No game has done that before. I've what lost connection before. What the fuck is before. it doing? It's actually dropping the Wi-Fi from my Xbox. Are they? Yeah. yeah they're, they're, are they Bitcoin mining or something? What the fuck's I going no on? I have no idea. It's, it's. Bottom line is Anthem is is fun with friends. It's boring single player for now. If you want to pick it up for single player, be wary of that. Maybe wait six to twelve months. If you see this for about thirty to forty bucks, and you've got a couple friends going, let's try something new. Go for it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But if you're picking it up for previous experiences you've had with Bioware and single player, don't bother. It's yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean Five. Yeah. It's yeah, no, that's no good. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a three out of five for me. Okay, interesting. Playing with, playing with friends is a lot of fun, but outside of playing with friends, nah. Yep, no, fair call, fair call. Look, I know we didn't say we said no news, but I do have to bring this up because okay. it's kind of relevant. Yep. Uh, we're talking about multiplayer games and games that are, have been going on for a little while now. Uh, Red Dead Online. Um, uh, yes, I actually saw this. Yeah. Yeah. So you saw? Okay. Is this not for news for this week? Because I could pull it out of. No, no, no. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, All right. It's not in there. So they've they've done a, their first major update to Red Dead Online. Dropped it's, today, I think it was. Uh, yeah, very recently. Uh, yeah. Possibly in the last forty-eight hours. And they have pretty much just fucked everybody. So they've, there's been a massive push for microtransactions in this game. Uh, they have also uh, cut the majority of the sources for player income in half. What? Yep. So all of the things, like the pickups that you get from, like, you know... Missions and stuff. And whatever they, it might they be. They buffed those a couple, like a month or two ago. Yeah. It's all been cut back. So they've they had a bunch of stuff that they said, hey, here's some new weapons and things that are coming out. Yeah, they're all coming soon, and they were supposed to be part of this release. They basically lied to everybody and just pushed out pushed out stuff to try and make money. I am going to go back and take a look at this because I, I I enjoyed you, playing my time. You do, with Red buddy. Dead. Yeah, I, I um, am I am considering trading in Red Dead. 
just simply for the fact that I've played through that story and I'm not going to go back and do it pick again. It, pick it up on Xbox and play with uh, with Win- Winters from Sorry Mad Movie Geek and Davo. Yeah. Because we, we play that online and that's fun playing with those two. Um, but I'm wondering if they're lowering the the rate to which you get money to, you know, the 15 cents and the 20 cents, whatever that might be. But if they're going to lower the, the cost of items as well to reflect no. the world at the time. Nope. They have kept the items at the same price, uh, if not pushed it higher. So essentially, they're, and they're pushing onto the uh, the gold bar. Yeah, uh, you, get bar, you get bars from main story campaign missions. You, you get do. about one or two bars, I think. Yeah, per but like I think something. they're like they're, they're pushing that more than they are the in-game currency, which you can use to you know buy beans for eight bucks or whatever it is. It's yeah. like they, they they literally are making this game harder to get into um, if you haven't already got a bunch of cash or aren't willing to spend money like actual Earth dollars on the game. So yeah, I, I think. There's a lot of games that are really missing the mark when it comes to multiplayer, and I think we, we're having we're experiencing this again with Anthem. Yeah. Um, but I think we're experiencing something really poor. So I think these big studios trying to make some cash not not really working for us. So mm. yeah, there you go. Well, yes, uh, as well we've just gotten the the release. I'm going to go home and take a look at it tonight. Um, is uh, the Anakin Skywalker's just released Battlefront Two, and uh, a complete new customization for clones, so we can now actually personalize our own clone troopers. Oh wow! So you can change the helmets, change shoulder, like change everything. Apparently, so. Yeah. So can you give a, your clone a bigger, you know, yeah, you know, mem- member? All the same size. Oh okay. Yeah, it's all tomorrow. Morrison, same size. I mean, that's that's, that's disappointing. pretty big. I mean, it's disappointing. If I had a clone, I'd want to be able to, you know, enlarge it in certain areas, muscles. Yeah, tomorrow, Morrison. You you don't need to enlarge anything. It's perfect. He's Aquaman's <laughs> dad. Want me to get you a sippy cup for that thing? That was a great scene. That was a great tape. There was a very confusing accent for his character. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> for Zen, what have you been playing? Again. I've, again, I've also been playing a game called Trials Rising. Yes. we got Trials are rising higher. We got a copy of that. Thank you to Ubisoft or Ubisoft Australia. Yeah, I'm a Ubisoft man. I say Ubi. It's, it's definitely Ubi, not Ubi. I will have to actually email them saying, like, we want to know we, we ha- the, yeah. how to... Li- Is it Ubi or Ubi? Ubi or Ubi. I think it's Ubi. Yubi would be Y-O-U. We don't know. You know what? There's, there's probably going to be an upcoming Melbourne event. We'll go to it and we will ask them. Yeah. We want to know to answer. This is a debate we've got. We'll ask yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ubisoft. Sorry. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. <laughs> yes, that one. Have released a game called Trials Rising. Uh, anyone who's played Trials Fusion will understand what I'm going, talking about. Anyone who's played the Trials of the Blood Dragon. I never played that one, but I heard Oh, okay. It's a... You've, you might have heard interesting things about that game, and I will talk about that. Uh, this is really a combination of both of those games. You are essentially just this faceless, nameless character who rides motorcycles, trial bikes, around fun-filled tracks and does backflips and all sorts of stuff. It's a physics-based 3.5 dimension, or sorry, 2.5 dimension uh, race, racing game? You're racing against a clock doing tricks. Racing puzzle challenge sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like like Tomb Raider meets a motorcycle. And Portal. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's speaking some, of motorcycle. Yeah, speaking of motorcycles, thank you very much. There's a big shout out. Um, <laughs> Harley's sponsoring this event. <laughs> no, thanks. Um, what? <laughs> we will get into that off mic. Uh, anyway, but yes, uh, Trials Rising is very much the same game. As Trials Fusion. Yeah. Now, Trials Fusion came out in... 2014? 2015, yeah. Yeah, 2014. Uh, and they like they were... It was a fun game. I had a lot of fun playing that. Instead of a bike, you could have a unicorn. Yes. 
Uh, he had a push bike. He had the four wheeler. He had all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You you race around these different tracks, and they would just get even increasingly more stupid. Uh, you'd fall over lots. You'd have a lot of fun, and it felt really pushed towards the multiplayer aspect. Yeah. This game, uh, similar kind of setup, but it feels like it's been uh, really pushed towards single player experience. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that kind of like misses out because of that. There are some multiplayer tracks in there. There are like you know race against people all, all over the track, but mostly you're racing against ghosts. So you're seeing the other characters as ghosts. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I appreciated that as much. So you can't race online or locally with 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 others. On you the can, same track? Yep. but yeah, everyone's. You see the other characters as ghosts racing on the same. Oh, track. so they haven't got the four lines. Yeah, four four tracks lined up next to each other, so you can sort of see as, as yeah. their life progress. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, I think it's it's kind of like that was a bit a big downer for me. Like it really folk, it was kind of like, hey, we want to be multiplayer, but we only want to be single player at the same time. And here's the best of both worlds for you. And it, it felt like they were I didn't necessarily mind that. Yeah, right. They were trying to do that, and I, I think they they, I can understand where they were going with it, but I don't think they nailed it the right way. So. Yeah. Um, anyone who played Trials of the Blood Dragon uh, will remember it's a cross between Trials and the amazing Blood Dragon game that oh, came out. Fan- fantastic <laughs> Far Cry game. <laughs> Having Michael Bean as the main voice. Oh, right. Oh. Let, let's, uh, say, let's say his name correctly, not Michael Bean. He's not you know, Mr. Bean's cousin. He is Michael Bain. Thank you very much. Whatever. A friend of mine is actually friends with him on Facebook. <laughs> Michael Bean or Michael Bain? The guy from Aliens, <laughs> the Terminator. He's actually friends with him on Facebook. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He got a call from his friend saying he's drunk. It's it was it was Thanksgiving in the US. He goes, he's drunk and he's accepting all of his friend requests. So he just sent him a friend request and he accepted it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So yes, Trials of the Blood Dragon. <laughs> <Anyway>. Michael Bean. <laughs> Michael Bean. <laughs> Michael Bain. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon has his two kids, like basically the kids of uh, Mr. Bean. Um, <laughs> Jesus. And they, and it's very much like they, they kind of did a, like a 2D version of Trials. Yep. And this one now, Trials Rising, has a combination of both. Very okay. sort of three. That's why it's a 2.5D. Because it's, yeah. like, it's a combination somewhere in between both. You switch between the maps. Sometimes on the same course, you'll switch between the views, which is really... Jarring. It's, yeah, a little bit. But uh, look, it is immediately as much fun as you would have had with Trials Rising. So, uh, Trials Fusion, sorry. Yeah. If you've played Trials Fusion and you liked that, I would say that you will also like this game, maybe slightly less. Okay. Just like, you know, because it's it's pretty much like it's been five years since we've Michael seen Bean. the game. Michael Bean. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, it's been five years since we've seen a Trials game. Yeah. And. They haven't really done anything. Like it's, there's some minor graphical improvements in the background. It looks a little bit prettier. Yeah. But it's got no, like it's all of the same thing. I'm not seeing anything different. I I, I did see um, that this game has a a two player co op mode with tandem bikes. Yeah, it's it's weird. How's that? It's because one person's like powering it and yeah. the other person's just leaning the whole time. That's interesting. It does make it a little bit interesting, and I can understand co-op play would be great fun, but it's like, okay, I've got all the power, so it's just one person bossing the other person around. Lead backwards, I told you. You know, it, it, I can just see it causing argue, more arguments than it's worth. 
Because essentially I'm, one guy is like the three guys at the back of the bobsled doing fuck all while one guy at the front does all the work. Well, I'm wondering if... if Lean you, slightly to the left. <laughs> you know, that's that's the bobsled guy. Like, yeah. if, you're, uh, if you've got four controllers, can you do 2v2? That would be entertaining. That's entertainment. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that yet. But maybe you could. I don't know. We'll see. I, I look... I just uh, like they used to have four wheel bikes and they were a lot of fun. Yeah. They had this tandem bike. We tried it a couple of times and just went, no, that's just weird. It's just, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm just literally going forwards and backwards. And yeah. Look, they do do a great thing in this game. They bring in a, um, a training mode. Yeah. So people can go on a training course and learn how to do all of the basic tricks. Yeah. And then they amp up the difficulty level and say, all right, now that you can do a backflip, do like a quadruple backflip over here and jump up this, you know, 10 story building. It's like, oh, okay, well, the, yeah, maybe just it, like, lead me a little bit towards that before I have to do that big trick. But they're, they're very much like, you know, here's the basic skills. Now do this. He's the shallow end now. Go for a swim, you know, across the... Yeah, yeah. The English fucking, Channel. That's it. That's, yes. That's actually what I was going to say. Yes, I know. I was going <laughs> to say the French in England. The French in England water place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, they... Uh, it, it is brutal when they get to the harder difficulty levels, but the, the early stuff's like, it's straightforward. If you want to flounder your way through a track, you can absolutely do that. Yeah. But Trials has always been about doing it with style, right? Just landing that trick, just like... That backflip when you shouldn't get a backflip. Yeah, and you're just like, fuck yeah, and just landing it smoothly, like do it, because the smoother you are, or is it slow as, slow as fast? Slow as, no, smooth as... Slow and smooth, smooth as fast. I don't know. Something about slow and smooth and fast. It's great. Right. You know what I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. Motherfucker. I've got my eyebrows raised. <laughs> uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. I think that's the one. Where's that from? I don't know. I can't remember. It's from something cool, though. I'm stealing it and right. claiming it as mine. All right. Yeah, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. If you do things smoothly and with, like, you know, great precision, you will get through really quickly. If you fuck up and you miss a jump, then things you, will... Uh, then you jump back, yeah. yeah you lose so, that momentum as well. Um, there are, I will say in this game, there are loot boxes. They bought them in for this game. They call them gearboxes, and they just basically, that's your progression. Like, you know, oh, you progress to level 38. Here's another loot box. How and quickly is it to level up? Uh, like every second race? Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. But that, like, it's just like, oh, here's some gear, and you, you inevitably double up on a bunch of gear. So it's like I've got oh, like okay. five sets of boxing gloves, which I'm never going to. I don't want boxing Are gloves. Are they different colors? No, they're all the same color. Ah. Red, like a fire engine. Jeez. <laughs> well, uh, I, the, the first time I played a trials game was when it released originally on the, uh, on the Xbox 360 as an arcade game. Sure. Um, and I couldn't put it down. Uh, it was. It was. You, you couldn't. Cust you could customize the color of your character, but no shirts and helmets and bikes and this and that and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I couldn't put it down. It was great. Yeah. Look, this is a, a similarly addictive. Like you just you get involved with it. You you have a lot of fun and it's just like I'm gonna nail this track. I'm just gonna get a little bit better. I'll be, I'll be in bed soon, sweetie. I'm just gonna just nail this the next one. And just it really is that constant pressure of trying to be better. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I like it. Well, if you had to give it a review, Fuzzy? Um, I believe I already did give it a review. Well, uh, <laughs> for those people who haven't seen the video review? Well, they can watch the video review to find out my score. No, 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 I won't do that. This is sand in a school of film. That'd be a dick move. Uh, <laughs> I gave this one a 3.5. Oh. So, yeah, we're, we're trying to keep to, you know, nice round numbers because they're easy. 
you know, 3.5 I think is probably fair. It just a seven out of ten. Yeah, it just it sits at that that mark where it's like I, I think everyone was like scoring like if you look at trials uh, trials fusion, you'd probably say that's about an eight. This yeah. is just a little step down because it's more of the same, but just not done better enough to make me go. Yeah, give it a better score. Do you think it would do well, like, if we go back to, to sort of retro Mario or, or, or Donkey Kong, or those sort of games where you're underwater and you have a, an air meter or you can see your characters losing air and you have to sort of come up out of water? Do you think that would work for a Trials game that you have to sort of get to a certain point of the game as soon as you come out of the water, your, your, your air gauge goes back to full and then you have to keep doing the course underwater, stuff like that? Maybe like a fuel gauge or something like that. You have limited fuel over a course or... Uh, like something, yeah, like yeah. a... I don't know, they, they do this thing called contracts in uh, in this new game yeah. where it's like, hey, you're tasked to do like 20 backflips on this course or 20 front flips or yeah. race faster than this guy. And so there's, there's there's all these individual tasks that you can compete against and that's you know, how you level up to get to better bikes and stuff like that. But uh, I just don't think there's... There's not the longevity or the... the I, don't, I don't feel the same connection that I do with uh, with Fusion. Fusion uh, had that more comedic aspect of it though as well though. Oh, there and there's yeah. a lot of comedy in this one. There's one like there's one level like you literally get to the end and you jump over the finish line and you smack bang into a, like a giant Russian spaceship and they shoot you off into space and you're hanging on the side. You of the always rocket. die at the end of a at yeah. the end of a race. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like that. So there's there's some pretty cool like they've they've amped up that like death level at the end of each of the uh, stages. Yeah. That's pretty fun, but. I mean, it's it's not enough to make you like, I don't know. It's not as in depth as they what they did previously, and yeah. I think they focus too much on that side than they have on some of the core game elements that they needed to. Still, a seven out of ten ain't bad, and you know, I'd, I'd probably pick up a copy of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look. Also, we'll final mention on this one: rad soundtrack. Abs- yes. Yeah. yeah, you were saying in the video review. Absolutely like amazing. Tony Hawk level kind of soundtrack. They've even got some Jurassic Five in there, which really got me going. I was like. Fuck yes. Some Rage Against Machines, some Cypress Hill. I mean, if they'd had quality control, I would have lost my shit, but that's okay. <laughs> we're, 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 we'll just you know, forgive them that they had two Jurassic 5 tracks in there, so that's pretty that's cool. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Well, Fuzzy Dan, what have we got for next week's episode of Noob, mate? Oh boy, oh boy, do we have some stuff. More reviews. Yes, we do. Um, this week, I will be reviewing a wonderful game that came out today called The Lego Movie 2. <laughs> Yeah, you've you've been playing that with uh, with 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 little fuzzy. Yes, he's a, he's a big Lego movie oh, Lego fan. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you'd be able to have that sort of that perspective of this is what it's like for for an adult, and this is you know the is it you know suitable for kids or how they find it or is it too challenging or anything like that for them as well? Which sure. is which is you know both it, both ends of the market. I mean, let, let's put let's put it out there. This is a kids game, right? This is specifically pointed at kids. Yeah, yeah. This is. I don't, I don't think you can even. You have to make it accessible for kids. You, yeah. you can't just make it. Oh well, it's a it's a game, and most adult gamers are involved in that. No, no, this is a game you've made for kids. It has to be accessible. Yeah. Specifically, someone who's you know, adult gamers can enjoy it. Yeah. But it's made for kids. It's made for kids, so that yeah. has to be good. So, ultimately, my score is going to be depending on Little Fuzz uh, giving me the uh, the green light. So, oh. yeah, there you go. And uh, I will be reviewing. It's been. What, just over 10 years since we've gotten the last proper entry? 10 years! Proper entry in the series. We're not counting all these spin offs. <laughs> One spin off. Oh, no, no. Elseworld. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I will be reviewing Devil May Cry 5. Woo! So it's got the return of uh, beloved character Dante from uh, Devil May Cry 1, 2, and 3, as well as 4. 
We've got the return of Nero, and he, of course he doesn't have his demon trigger arm, so what's going on there? And then what? we've got a new character no who way. controls demons, and from what we can see in some of the combat, he even reads a book while he's fighting people. It's fucking cool. I have no idea what he just said, but I assume it was English, so it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> if you haven't played Devil May Cry, it's, it's an outstanding series, and I cannot wait to review it next week. Yeah, he got to do that. I got the fucking Lego movie, so there you go, people. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell who's boss around here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, sir, Bob. All right. Well, first of all, of course, we'll be on episode, uh, what was it, 118 of Sh- Shaken Not Nerd? Sure, you're counting. Yep. 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 Um, which will be with uh, our friends at Incognito Comics. Oh, yeah. We're talking... Uh, Captain the, Marvel. That's right. We're talking prequel to Captain Marvel. Make sure that you're... If you, if you don't know anything about Captain Marvel, like I don't... This is uh, where you learn. Absolutely. Uh, there's a cat. There's a cat called Goose. Apparently in the comic books he's got Chewbacca. Well, now I'm confused and I have questions to ask the people from the comic book stores who will know what's going on. So if, you don't, uh, uh, if you're looking forward to Captain Marvel, you can listen to us on Shaken Not Nerd uh, up next episode. That'll be with the uh, Incognito guys uh, at Dominozzi. And we'll be talking about the history of uh, Captain Marvel, some, uh, some nemesis, some power, some abilities. Nemesis. 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 Stars. Nemesis. <laughs> Nemesis stars. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Fuzzy Dan, anything you want to bring up before we wrap up? Nope, I'm all good, buddy. Let's get it, get the fuck out of here. Okay, as uh, <laughs> as I'm fond of saying. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I have been Dudududum signing off. Uh, I got nothing. And this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you to never, ever, ever, ever pre-purchase anything ever, especially from EA. <laughs> <laughs>